Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, Wags and Whiskers tribe. I am your host, June, here with Oliver, a.k.a. Fluffy, who is set for a haircut on the 1st, which... He really needs one. He is definitely AKA fluffy this week. I hope you guys had a good weekend and that Monday is going pretty well for you. Yeah, so this week I wanted to do another kind of heroic dog. And so today we are going to do Petunia, AKA Peanut. So in April 2016, at the Delta Animal Shelter, and this is in Michigan, United States, Michigan. I have to go ahead and say that because I do have a lot of people that, I'm sorry, that's my big mastiff. Um, I do have a lot of people from, not in the United States, so I appreciate you, India. There's a bunch of you out there. But anyway, so Petunia, um, the given name, that's the given name that the shelter actually gave the pup. Um, she had actual broken legs and ribs, and when they started assessing her more, they noticed that she had a bunch of carpet in her stomach, which, like, your dog is eating carpet, and I know these people are animal abusers, but your dog is eating carpet, like, how don't you know that your dog is eating carpet, you know what I mean? Like... And I'm guessing, because this was a puppy, the puppy was rambunctious, and not saying that it's right, but I'm guessing maybe that's why they decided to abuse the dog, or they're just crappy people anyway, but I don't know. So, they start the healing process for um, Petunia, and she starts you know, getting better, and anyway, they're just trying to help her and get her back on her feet. So, Petunia, there's two different stories, like, if you look online, it's a little puppy, you can tell it's a little puppy, and Sue Garland was the shelter manager, I don't know if she's still the shelter manager over there, but she said in one article I read that Petunia was four months old when she came in, but other articles I read said that Petunia was one, which that kind of makes more sense when I get into the story more. So, I don't know. But between four months and a year old when she came to the shelter. So Petunia's healing and her crappy former owners are convicted of animal abuse. Hooray for Michigan for actually following up and convicting these people of abusing these animals. Or Petunia. While she's healing, there's an actual family that falls in love with Petunia and decides to adopt her. So Petunia goes from the horrible situation she's living in, the abuse from her former owners, to a new family and just is basically living the life of that family. I tried to figure out what the family's name was, but just because of the story and all of the um, publicity of it, they chose not to be named, which I kind of understand that, 
So I don't know the, the new owner's names, so that's why I'm not going to mention them. But if I knew them, obviously I'd mention them because they're kind of heroes to me too. So Petunia, she is starting to get used to her new home and just everything about it, living the life. And one morning in March 2017, um, the husband of the family noticed that Petunia was going crazy in the house. She was running up and down the stairs, barking, yelping, and from what I was reading, Petunia wasn't the dog that was, um, I'm going to say outgoing yet. She was kind of shy and timid, and so when she's doing this, the the man, the husband, was kind of like, what in, the, what in the world's going on? He was actually in the garage working on a project, and so he thought, well, maybe she just wants to go outside. So Petunia, um, he goes and, um, well, he could hear her running up and down stairs and didn't understand what was wrong, so he goes and he lets her outside. So once he opens the door, Petunia is just like, Boom, she's out. She is headed straight for the heat, um, excuse me, straight for the field behind the house. And she is like full speed just running. And the husband obviously is like, what in the world? So he starts following her. And he's following her and she goes down um, in a field by a ditch. And he grabs the collar of Petunia trying to get her back in the house. And when he looks... He notices a small child, around three years old, in the ditch. And the child is actually naked and shivering. This is Michigan. And it's in March. But in March, it is cold as mm in Michigan. And it is 32 degrees. And this child is in the ditch with no clothes on. And shivering. So the husband obviously grabs the child. He wraps her up in his sweatshirt that he's wearing. And he hautails it and brings her inside the house. And calls 911 and is like, hey, um, I just found a child three years old. Or around three years old. He probably said a young child. And she's naked and in a ditch. And no one's around. Someone come help me. I have no idea where this child belongs, but my shelter dog, Petunia, a.k.a. now Peanut, they named the dog, just found this this child. So the husband is warming this child up. Obviously, the child's in the house. uh, Peanut now is back in the house, happy-go-lucky. Obviously, when they called 911, the police came out, the ambulance came out, all this stuff is going on, and the little girl finally is okay enough, and all she says is doggy. And um, the police, they start going door to door, like, who the heck's child is this? Like, how do you not know your three-year-old is missing is beyond me, because... My seven-year-old is that child that will wonder, and I know if I don't hear her, or I know if, like, it's quiet in the house, I might need to check on her, because either she's, one, asleep, or into something, or gone, so I, I guess I really don't understand 
the whole concept of how did you not know your three-year-old was gone? Because, like, I mean, I'm not trying to go off on a tangent, but let's think about this. When you are three years old, you were small. And I know I still have locks on my door, chains on my door to keep the child in, lock the windows because they don't know how to get them open. How did this three-year-old wander outside in 32-degree weather? Number one, why in the heck, if it's 32 degrees, why in the heck wasn't your child dressed in clothes when you put them to bed? Like, why are they even in the house, like, naked? Because it's cold as hell? You know, whoops, sorry, didn't mean to say that. Why, why is your child out? But anyway, that's just, that's beside the point. We're going to act like they know whatever. So, the child says doggy. Police are going door to door. They finally find the house of where this three-year-old child lives. The child belongs to a Michael Lavoie and Tammy Fryer and the official statement that the police department gave or the deputies gave which would be a sheriff's department if they say deputies it's always a sheriff's office just a little insight but anyway so the statement they give is on March 17th 2017 at approximately 11:15 a.m. deputies of the Delta County Sheriff's Office responded to Rapid River area for a report of a 3-year-old girl found lying naked in a ditch. The temperature at the time was approximately 32 degrees. A citizen was alerted to the child's presence by his dog. The citizen then located the girl and wrapped her in his shirt and rushed her back inside the residence to attempt to warm the child up. The uninjured girl was transported to St. Francis Hospital by UP Health Systems. Deputies went door-to-door in an attempt to locate the parents. The parents were eventually located at a nearby residence. Further investigation unveiled unsafe and unsanitary living conditions at the residence. Child Protective Services was contacted and and the found girl, along with another female were eventually removed from the residence. The case has been sent to the Delta County Prosecutor's Office for review. Deputies were assisted by DHS Child Protective Services, UP Health System, and Masonville EMS. So, I was reading a little, I was trying to find whatever happened to these parents, and I found out that this little girl was three years old, and her sister at the time was five years old. So it was two little girls, and they were basically put into foster care. And as of April 2017, the last article that I could really find about the children, um, the parents had not been charged yet. But it was said that they were living in very unkept and potentially dangerous um, living conditions and they have not been placed back in the care of the parents as of April 2017. Obviously that might have changed, but the last article that I could find on it, and it's kind of hard because of the fact that um, the little girls obviously aren't being named and stuff like that, and I try to look up by the names Michael and Tammy's name, but I I just couldn't find anything. But anyway, so after all this this situation happens, like everybody leaves, 
children the child is taken care of the other little girl the five-year-old is is done like the family sitting back and being like like what in the world just happened with peanut you know what i mean like this dog came from abusive situation and all of a sudden rescues like just has this animal instinct that there's a little girl shivering in a ditch it was it was just a widely spread um, news story because it's like holy crap this is just a, a little shelter dog that was abused and um well it's probably not a little shelter dog now because it was a it's kind of looks like well, to me when I was looking at the pictures it looks like it had a little bit of pit mixed in it and um his cute little brown dog but um so there's something you know it's going to be a medium-sized dog it's not going to be um, a small dog but anyway yeah so they're looking at peanut like what in the world so obviously everybody took off with this story this rescue dog that was abused became a hero because he rescued a child that was in maybe not physically abused i'm not sure i didn't read that so don't don't think that i'm saying that that child was physically abused but you know just lived in unsafe and dangerous living conditions and obviously we know that our parents somehow didn't realize that their three-year-old was gone in the house. Maybe it was early in the morning. I don't know. 11 o'clock is not early to me, but you never know. So the family, after all this took place and they had time to think about it, they actually wrote a letter to the animal shelter about Peanut. And um, basically it said, Today Peanut was responsible for saving the life of a three-year-old girl um, about 11 a.m. this morning, Peanut started going crazy at our house. She was running up and down the stairs, barking and yelping. She then went and got my husband, who was in the garage working on, on some projects, and alerted him that she wanted to go outside. He said he could hear her running around, around upstairs but didn't understand why. He led her outside where she went barreling into the field behind the house at full speed. My husband followed her. And to his surprise, he found a naked, shivering three-year-old girl curled up in a ball. He scooped her up, wrapped her in, in his sweatshirt, and brought her inside. He called 911. He called 911 and reported the incident. By the time the ambulance and police arrived, the little girl could only say one thing, doggy. Thanks to Peanut, a little girl's life was saved today. She has been such a blessing to us and now to others. Words cannot express how grateful we are that we have Peanut in our lives and how amazing she is. She is a part of our family now, and thanks to wonderful people like you at the shelter, she lives, she is alive. Without her, not only would she have been gone from the world, but the life of this little girl might have been taken away. So they posted this, or they, you know, they, they sent this letter, and then the animal shelter the delta animal shelter they ended up posting it on their facebook page because it was just so heartfelt and since then it's been shared more than three thousand times and tons of comments and like i said before the media has picked up on this story praising this little dog and that kind of goes back to the whole point that you know the family didn't didn't want to be named in any of the news stories because they just didn't want that they're just not those people but i did not find where petunia 
would um, would have passed away. But she's only, let's see, is it 2000? She's only about five or six. So, I mean, I'm sure Petunia is still living her life with her new family in Michigan and loving every minute of it. So that is the story of Petunia, a.k.a. Peanut. I really don't have any words or thoughts this week, but it does just go to show that it doesn't matter what kind of dog it is, whether you get a dog from a shelter or spend thousands of dollars on a dog. um, Whatever you do, they still can be exceptionally wonderful perfect dogs for for you and your family and this just this is just a perfect example of it this dog turned out to be an awesome dog saved a child's life so anyway I guess that's my thoughts is just animal instinct is just amazing to me and it doesn't matter if you have a shelter dog or if you have like a dog that you're paying thousands of dollars for and people be like don't shop what do they say? Don't shop a dog. Well, you're still paying for a dog, and you're still going to pick the perfect dog for your family. So, you're still kind of shopping, but that's just my opinion. I do believe in shelters. I have several rescue kitties from from shelters, and I foster. So, I, obviously, I'm all about the shelter animals. And I will tell you this, too. Shelter animals come in any breed you possibly can want. I think I've discussed this before, but like they're not all just, I'm going to say mixed puppies. Like you, if you are dead set on a Shih Tzu, I'm on like a bunch of foster and adoption and rescue sites on Facebook. And there was a little Shih Tzu that was on there the other day. Hey, he needs to be adopted. He's a sweet puppy. So they have puppies. They have older dogs. They have obviously Shih Tzus. I have seen um, uh, the Australian cattle dogs. Like I can't think of what they're they're called. Cala. Anyways, they have had those on there. I saw some mini Aussies the other day. Um, I don't know if they're mixed or not, but I mean... They look just like them. Um, we've, I've seen some labs. I saw a black lab on there the other day. And they range from puppies all the way to grown adults or even senior adult, adults. So if you don't have thousands of dollars to spend on an animal and you want to do something, go rescue a dog. Go rescue a dog this week. You know, pay. I, I know around here in Georgia, and we're usually lower than most places but we not might, might not be on shelters but um I know that dog adoptions down here about $150 and cat adoptions are 85 so you know you pay that but you also um the rescue I deal a lot with is a kitty rescue but they do have dogs but they're microchipped at the rest that rescue that I I'm part of um, they're, they're fixed, they're up to date on shots, they have their, including their rabies shot, um, obviously they're dewormed, um, I'm gonna say defleed, they don't have fleas, I mean, it's, I'm scratching my head thinking about fleas, but, um, yeah, so, 
If you're interested in that, then there are plenty of dogs out there, and they come in small dogs, and they come in huge dogs. So you guys think about that this week. Other than that, I'm kind of rambling, so I'm just going to cut it, sh- cut it here. I say cut it short. It's been 20 minutes, but I'm going to cut it here. You guys have a good weekend. I hope, well, a good week. I guess we got to get through the week first before we get to the weekend. You guys have a good week at work. Think positively, and I hope you guys have a good weekend coming up, and next week I'll be back, obviously, on Monday again. So until then, be great and dream big. Oh, 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 oh,